What's going on, guys? AJ here, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to try to attempt to do something different. Um, I'm going to try to like facilitate myself and do a breakdown of my own business. As you know, um, the E1B2 Collective, we hold a few different things. We hold my speaking career. We hold um, some advising equity and shares that I have. Um, we hold Beyond Resume, Beyond Brand, um, the efforts and collaborations that I've made within MindStand, um, and probably a few other ideas that are inevitably come up in this podcast, right? And so there are employees, people, partners, collaborators that I work with. And so I think I have enough data points and perspectives where I could probably facilitate my own Beyond Brand for any roles that may be coming up. And I think something that I am considering is is like a like a sales director role that's a little bit more strategic connector um relationship like introductory based. I don't think I need someone that's actually a salesman. I think the business and the brand is still an infant and I think I want to be careful about the the communications during the closing moments, but I think um, to, to build out the pipeline of folks that could potentially, you know, form a partnership with the brand or directly sell or rather buy what what we're what we're offering, um, some support would be made, uh, needed. So we've been looking at that and trying to figure out what that role would be, you know, what that JD would look like, who we think could uh, support. And yeah, so I figured I would try to combine like the authenticity of what I'm doing um, while trying to provide value in the content form of just some new beyond brand category. So I figured why not do my own shit? Why not uh, unpack my own brand? So I'm going to read to you the first 16 or 17 of the new categories that I'm thinking about rolling out. Um, I think these categories for me are based around a lot of research, based around um what applicants are genuinely looking for right now as they're walking into interviews. Um, I'm, I'm gathering this from my own, um, you know, journey trying to look for an opportunity. Um, we're gathering this from, from, you know, from research and conversations with other heads of people. We're gathering this from my, my co-founder Raja, who is, you know, internally right now at that head of people type level. Um, yeah, we're doing a lot of shit. So here are some thoughts. The first is recruitment and culture expectations. Recru- recruitment and culture expectations. If you really break that down, if you really think about that, I'm sure there will be at least two to three questions that you would pose to a department leader about these variables and, and their overall perspectives on this. Um, leadership decision-making frameworks, huge one. We all know that. Leadership change management, huge one. We all know that. Departmental change management norms. Change management communications, meeting structure and cadence, a huge one, underrated, one of the most underrated ones. Um, department day-to-day operations, final decisions, decisions that are made, um, how final decisions that are, how final decisions are made that impact this role and the frameworks behind them. Um, reason behind current te- current tech stack. I think that's a subtle one as well because there are certain people that either have familiarity, comfort. In certain certain tech stacks, and and frankly, probably preferences. And then if you're asking them to switch to a completely different tech stack, 
that um that they may not enjoy or appreciate you know at least the the reason behind it can kind of lock in engagement um you know leaders viewpoints on department stability and structure um setting up diverse employees for success examples like actual examples um dei efforts empowering individual contributors to utilize autonomy examples of actually let me back up empowering individual contributors to utilize autonomy that's a huge one empowering individual contributors to utilize autonomy like come on dude like if 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 you're really remembering everyone listening the overall structure and the purpose of beyond brand you'll really probably understand why this is a huge one when you are an individual contributor i think one of the biggest things that you're looking for is autonomy i think a lot of roles have that desire right i think explaining to that applicant and this is again the hiring manager talking or the head of a department talking explaining to that applicant and explaining to them you know examples and moments and 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 a checklist if you will of what it takes to be able to utilize and have the opportunity to 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 have autonomy you know what does it look like for that for that head of that department to inevitably and finally empower that individual to utilize autonomy at its max capabilities what does that look like um how do you get there what conversations are had? Um, there's a lot that we can be that we can unpack in that in that inevitable um, ine- inevitable area. Examples of this department being exclu- in- inclusive. You know how you as a leader have and hold difficult conversations. Examples of categories that make you uncomfortable as a leader. There's so much there. There's so much there, and I don't think enough organizations are really taking a look at explaining honestly what their perspectives are, and not only that, what the realities are operationally in the company. So let's just pick a few. Let's go with, uh, let's go with final decisions that impact this role and the frameworks behind how those decisions are made. I think that's incredibly important. Again, if you're, if you're really thinking about director level and up, manager level and up type roles, those individuals really give a shit about their overall, um, their overall ability, right? Like, like most of those level folks are not just, you know, at, you know, having a job to have a job, like, like they genuinely care about their own perspectives and initiatives and strategies and points of views and best practices that allow them to, to, to maintain a job, to, to deliver a great output. And I think, um, there's a lot to say there. So when, for me, I'm thinking about how final decisions that impact this role are made, I want to know from my hiring manager, what does that actually look like? Like, when will you provide me that autonomy? When will you allow me to actually understand how you personally make decisions? Like, will you have enough empathy, enough, enough, um, an ability to communicate how you're processing decisions? Um, you know, thinking about how, how your leader personally will judge and assess your overall skill set and execution as an individual contributor or a leader of others to the point where, other decisions that maybe were not going to be given to me are now given to me. So what does that process look like? Um, information like that, guys, is so, 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 so important to explain to an applicant literally after the screen call. Like, why wouldn't you explain to that person? Like, little, I'll point some off, I'll point some off right now that turn into churn every day of the fucking week. Um, leaders' viewpoints on, on department stability and structure. <laughs> I was literally... I was literally volunteering for this company called Who Would Why that I really respect. So there would be nothing negative here. But 
there were certain variables and realities and truths about the department's stability and structure and frankly, the org structure that made my personal job a little unclear and difficult. It would have been really nice if I knew that before signing up. I found that out through probably three to four different months. Um, I think, you know, how your how how my leader or how you as a leader hold and had hold have and hold difficult conversations would be an interesting one. There's been moments where I've been a part of I would have God, I would have loved to know, you know, how, how Kevin's leadership style was gonna be um communication wise during really difficult and tight moments when when he's trying to raise another round or when he's, you know, inevitably trying to close in an ordeal or or be super critical about certain impacts and inevitable inevitable actions inside the company during those moments he would be so freaking stressed out that his communication style would be so cold and dark and 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 frankly kind of aggressive like um and then the last thing you know examples of categories that make you uncomfortable as a leader we all have them there are literally topics that every single leader does not feel super comfortable discussing and talking about and it could be the ebb and flow of where the business model is. And I think, why not explain those realities and, and those examples to applicants early in the process so that they have a heads up of what's actually going to be happening? And maybe if you decide to, that 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 employee wants to move on, that employee says they want to move on through the process, maybe they'll have a head start on how to avoid those things and dock and dodge and weave those things. Or maybe the things that are happening inside the company right now that make you uncomfortable and that 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 kind of changes your overall leadership aura, if you will, maybe it's not a good fit for me right now. Maybe I'm looking for something a little bit more settled down, a little bit more consistent. Um, I just came from a high growth startup and I'm looking for a little 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 more stability, if you will. Um, it's important to, to really explain and get to the nitty gritty. Every one of the things that I named off here actually connect to motherfuckers leaving companies. And I'm so sorry for cursing the game, but that is the truth. These variables and so many more that I'm going to unpack are connected to true new hire churn and frankly, just retention issues at scale um, in a macro in a macro organization, whether the folks have been there for seven years or folks have been there for seven days. So as always, these are my thoughts. These are my perspectives. We will talk soon. Thank you.